0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the I Am Lacey Unleashed podcast. My name is Lacey Shea and I'm excited to talk about this because there was a big light bulb that went off in my brain last night when I was watching the US Open. Um, this podcast is going to come out a couple days delayed, but my favorite backup, I was going to say my favorite tennis player, backup. I became a tennis fan last year. I played tennis when I was younger. I was not good. When I say I was not good, I was really not good. My parents didn't think I was good. They wouldn't buy me a racket at any place other than Walmart. I felt like that was the thing that was holding me back. It probably wasn't. The reality was I was just simply not good at tennis. Um, Flash forward about uh, 28 years from my tennis days In junior high. And um, I read this book by Taylor Jenkins Reid, maybe. It was called Carrie Soto is Back. And in this book, it's about a woman that is like 40 years old, about my age. And she was a professional tennis player. And she had retired at like age 27 because of an injury. And she decides to come back to make a run at winning like one of the major tournaments and in reading this book I just recognized like how much I resonated with her mindset like the whole time I was reading this book I was like oh my gosh I could be this person like we have the same brain like this author literally just wrote an entire like an entire book from my perspective Flash forward, flash forward, flashback before that, the last novel, not novel, the last book I read that wasn't, like, basically, like, fiction, romance stuff, which even this book, Carrie Soto is back, was fiction. There was a romance perspective. The last, like, book I read, nonfiction, was Andre Agassi's uh, biography back at the beginning of 2021 and I was riveted by it like I loved that book I took so many things away from it so I've been like a closet like I identify with tennis people person for a couple of years Carrie Soto is back I literally told people to go and read that book it was like reading my thoughts Flash forward this spring, Christopher and I were scrolling through Netflix. It was before we moved into the house. Life was really stressful and we came across a show on Netflix called Breakpoint. And what I loved about Breakpoint was it was more about the mindset of the top players in the game or like these really compelling personalities in the game of tennis on the men and women's side. And yes, you got to watch a lot of the game and the way they filmed it was really captivating. But you got to hear a lot about the struggles and the things that they go through to be at the top of that sport. And I just identified with so many of the mindsets so clearly. And it was exactly what I needed to hear at the time. Um They did the first part of the season and then the next part of the season came out in May, I believe. And as soon as it came out, we watched it. And in watching this, you know, you kind of start to figure out, like, who are your favorites? And because they were interviewing people that were, like, ranked, we started watching tennis. Because we felt like we knew these athletes because we had watched them on this show. And... I definitely started to gravitate towards this female player from Belarus named Arinya. Ar- 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 I'm going to say it wrong. Arina Ar- Sabalenka. This woman, if she stood next to me, could eat me for lunch. She is super tall. She is very powerful. She has a huge tiger tattoo on her forearm. And she's just intense. And she, like me, lost her father. And one of the things that they had been working on her entire life was their goal of her winning a major title. And in 2022, she had kind of like a combustible year where She got to the finals in several majors and then lost out. There was a lot of stuff happening because of all of the things that are happening in the world in Ukraine. There were a lot of people that said that she shouldn't have been able to play because Belarus is on the side of Russia. There was this whole like kind of like world issue that I don't pretend to understand. There was a lot of that factoring into how people treated her and it was very mentally difficult. And She said clearly how she, like, fights her own mind when she's playing more than she actually fights her opponent. Like, she's very aware that her biggest enemy is herself. And I resonated with that so clearly. And she's somebody that when you watch her, she is captivating as she plays but you also get the distinct feeling that she could probably bring all of the energy into the room or suck all of the energy out of it, depending on what is going on. And I actually had somebody tell me that years ago. I'm talking early twenties. I had a boss. Um, I don't know if I've ever told this story on a podcast. I think I have. I'm not going to tell the story right now. Put a pin in that. If you want me to tell the story, it's a good one. Just DM me. Um, I had a boss who once told me, like, she said, Lacey, you have the ability to like light up an entire room when you are on. She's like, but you also have an ability when you're not on to literally suck all of the energy out of the room because you were just that powerful. And it was kind of a double-sided compliment. Like, right, I can light up a room, but I can also suck all the energy out of it. And I've never forgotten that. That's one of those things that somebody can say to you that like, I've never forgotten And that's something that I've really tried to, like, work on, like, not harnessing my energy, but understanding my energy when I walk into places when I'm not in the best headspace. Like, how can I manage this? Like, how can I, like, reframe myself? Like, I've been very conscientious about this the last few years. It's, like I said, I'm blessed. That was one of the things that, like, I will look back on my life and I will remember Marilyn Myers telling me that thing when I was 23 years old. Like, so grateful for that. So, Arena, like, she has that ability. But also when she's playing, a lot of people come down on her because she can look like she's being unsportsmanlike. And I think in a lot of cases, athletes that behave the way she behaves are being unsportsmanlike like when you see somebody like throwing equipment stomping on the ground rolling their eyes like that could be looked at like you need to focus you need to get in your brain she said something last night in her exit interview after she won and she won in grandiose fashion she was down 6-0 in the first set lost the set first set in a lockout The second set went to a tiebreaker and the third set went to a tiebreaker. She thought she won at point seven, it's seven points. The tiebreaker was actually nine points. She forgot. So she started celebrating things. She won two points before she won. She gave up three points and I was literally yelling at the screen. I was like, if she loses this after she just celebrated thinking that she had already won, I am literally, I am, I am quitting. I am quitting. I was so angry. So she won in like crazy fashion and in her exit interview the announcer asked you were showing quite a bit of emotion out there you were stomping around you threw one of your rackets um, you were like super upset and she said yes I have to get that out otherwise I'll go into my head she's like I was looking to my coaches and they kept telling me to get that out to get that out And I thought to myself, and I said to my husband in the moment, I said, the way she behaves is taught. Because you see, when we have emotion and we don't express that emotion, that emotion gets locked inside of our body. It gets locked inside of there. And she's somebody that has been taught that her emotions locked inside of her body are greatly going to affect her brain and her game. It's going to capsize her when she's feeling those big emotions of like, "Oh my gosh, what the hell? What did I do? Why did I not make that that shot? Why, like, why is this racket not working?" Whatever her thoughts are, she could be quote unquote sportsmanlike and swallow those emotions down. But she knows and her team knows that that will capsize her. So instead, what they've taught her to do is to emote. Now, this wouldn't work for everyone and not necessarily everyone would need to do this. But not everybody is like everyone else. She is very emotive. She's getting that energy, that frustration, the struggle out of her body it's a somatic release. She's stomping. She threw her racket. She slams her arms. She tilts her head back. And you can look at it from an outsider perspective and go, this woman is a crazy person. Like she needs to get it together. I looked at that when she said that in that moment, I was like, that is brilliant. Because Not only is she getting what her body and her nervous system needs, which is that release of all of those big emotions, it's also serving to throw off her opponent. Those big emotions throw off the energy and the focus of her opponent. And so those big energy releases are her secret weapon. I literally, I was like, wow, this is, it made me understand her even more. And I thought about it in the moment. I was like, how often? Because I am a person that has big energy. Some of you guys are going to listen to this and be like, I don't got big energy. And some of you are going to be like, I have big energy. This is for the big energy babes. I have a mind that is very, very, very dangerous. I have so many ideas coming to my brain at any given time. I think about so many different things. I'm sitting in front of the elevated coach document. I just spreadsheeted another idea. Um, there's like all of these things that come to me. I have a lot of ideas. There's a lot of energy flowing through me a lot, right? When I get frustrated, Oftentimes, because I was taught to, I was taught to bring those emotions inside. How was I taught to bring those emotions inside? Raise your hand if you had a dad that told you, suck it up, dry it up, go to your room if you're going to act like that. Anyone? Because I can tell you that was a hardcore theme in my childhood. Suck it up dry it up, stop crying, go to your room if you're going to act like that. My big emotions, my big feelings were not necessarily safe. I was told to keep those inside. And so as an adult, oftentimes when I get really upset, I'm more predisposed to trying to keep those emotions inside. Anybody else? Push down your feelings. I've gotten a lot better at this over the last three, four, five years with the work that I've done. But when I heard her talk about that last night, a light bulb went off in my brain and I was like, you know what? When I'm sitting in my office and I get frustrated at something, I need to allow myself to throw my pen or stand up and stomp or roll around on the ground or flap my arms or yell Those emotions are valid. And when I get those emotions out, it's going to help me move through even further. And so it was just this like light bulb of like, oh my gosh, I need to allow myself to be a freaking crazy person when I get upset about things inside of my own, like I'm literally, I'm sitting here in my closet, like who's it going to bother? No one. But how much more productive will I be? How much better will I feel if I allow myself to get those emotions out? And I, I recognize that that's what that athlete does. She's the number one female tennis pro in the world. And that, whoever taught her that, knows what they're talking about. And so I wanted to share this because if you are somebody that carries around a lot of energy... This might be the message for you. If you are someone that grew up in a household where you were told, stop crying, suck it up, dry it up, go to your room if you're going to act that way, etc. This is the message for you. And it's it's at the forefront of my mind, because y'all are going to giggle, about an hour ago. This is the first real week my 10-year-old is homeschooling. So Leanna goes to school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at like a homeschool hybrid. And then on Monday and Friday, she uh, does homework from home. And it's not a ton, but she has homework. Well, a 10 year old doesn't want to do her homework. She wanted to watch Bluey. And so she watched Bluey this morning and she started having to do her homework this afternoon and she was kind of trying to skip over it and get through it fast so that she could go back to watching TV and wanted to play on her iPad and probably text message her friends afterwards. So we had to get after her for racing through her work and not double checking it and trying to speed through. And she literally looked at me and she said, I don't think you understand how much is on my docket. And I was like, holy cow. I'm so stressed. Okay. And part of me wants to go, okay, you're 10. She was crying and she kept trying to like stop crying. I said, you don't have to stop crying. You can keep crying. When you're done crying, when you're all the way done crying, you're going to go in your iPad and you're going to read on your reading app for 40 minutes. That's what you're going to do. But I try as hard as I can to tell her not to stop crying. I'm like, I'll wait till you're done crying because I want her to get her emotions out. Liana is a child that has a lot of emotions and I want her to get her emotions out. And so I kind of did this a little bit in my parenting journey today. That's one of the things that I'm very conscientious about is letting my kids cry. Um, Mayly, it's a little bit different, but Leanna, I mean, I'll just sit there just she'll just be snot flying sobbing and just wait till she is done. So, and that's what her little nervous system needs because emotions are not supposed to stay inside you. They get trapped inside you. And that's why people are sick. And yes, we are going to talk about this inside of the elevated coach. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. I hope you have an incredible weekend Thank you for all of my new listeners that are coming out of the woodwork and messaging me and being like, OMG, your podcast. I love knowing that people are listening and who you are because I have no idea. I see the little downloads, but I have no earthly idea who is listening. So thank you to those of you guys are like coming out of the little little cracks and being like, it's me. I listen to your podcast because I love talking to you guys. So thank you all. Remember, Elevated Coach price increase does happen Sunday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Price will be going up to 10 payments of 350 or 3250 paid in full right now you can still get in for 10 by 295 or 29 no is that right or I forget no 10 by 325 I couldn't even remember my pricing 10 by 3 25 or 2950 paid in full okay thank you. have a great day